1: from the 908 Studio, this is Shoot Your Shot, Long Beach Sports in Long Beach Bars. Brought to you by 908, where life is great. The bad boys of Long Beach are back. Shoot Your Shot, Long Beach Sports in Long Beach Bars. I'm Paul Slater, the chosen one. John Grossi, the boss man. Big week for you, John, but uh, it's good
2: to have you back. Huge week for me, Paul. Uh, elaborate, because I don't even know what you're talking about.
1: Talking about uh, the, the deadline. It's deadline week for oh, you. Oh, it is. It
2: is deadline for our, our print magazine, 908 Magazine. Come to your doorstep soon. If you don't get it, you can uh, subscribe. Yes. You can subscribe to this podcast as well. Yes,
1: actually do that. Do that. Apple Podcast. You're probably listening to it on Apple Podcast, but if you're not, subscribe. We uh, have a great show today. A big interview with, with our – he's like our, our good friend now, I'd say. BG, the legendary head volleyball coach at Long Beach State. Well, he retired, but Brian Gimilero, Uh he was he met with us over at EJ's. It was
2: We're, a good time. What I love about EJ's is whoever you go there, whoever you see there is automatically your your good friend afterwards. Mm-hmm. How many people have we met over there, Paul? Countless. At least 20. At least. We probably have 20 more friends because of EJ Moyes. I'd say
1: that. See, that's what it's all about here. That's why that's what this podcast is all about. Going to different bars, meeting new people, because, you know, Lord knows we need some new friends. All right. <laughs> Our- <laughs>
2: Paul, Paul for sure needs new friends. He uh, Most of his people he considers friends actually don't really like him. So
1: Give me a break. Big show, Iron Sharpens Iron, 908 Athlete of the Week. We're changing it up a little bit at the end. We're going to do uh, just a couple of bowl predictions. Me and John have been really lazy, and we didn't do one-on-one. Sorry about that.
2: I'm just getting old, man, and I know you are. It's tough for me to do stuff. <laughs> Why do you say stuff like, I know you are? Uh, we're all getting old at the exact same rate. There's, there's nothing that I'm doing that is getting old at a faster rate than you, Paul. With this the exact same. It's one day at a time.
1: I got a lot of miles on my body, dude. I know you do. All right, uh, big high school football week, actually, John. Uh, you probably didn't, don't know what happened, but I'll uh, give you a quick rundown. Huge week. My boys, the Millican Rams, they beat Lakewood for the first time since 2001. I was at the game on the road at Lakewood. First win since 2001. You want to know some of the sick movies that were out in 2001, John, by the way? I
2: would love to hear
1: them, Paul. Harry Potter 1, The Sorcerer's Stone, Shrek. Wow. Monsters, Inc. You want to know a sick song? Miss Jackson by Outkast. Ooh, I am for real. Never, Never meant, meant to make. Me. Okay. Epic. Yeah, yeah. Good call. Good. Uh, good. Yeah. Epic year, 2001. So that only means one thing 2017, going to be an epic
2: year. Well, this is like 2017 is the year that 2001 movies can now drive. Because they're 16. Oh. Wait, did they move the age for driving? I actually No, no, no. It's still 16. Oh, actually, is? I don't know. I haven't been 16 for a while. I feel like th- I heard that, that you have to be 18 now. Or, or either that or just all these damn millennials are just lazy. And just they're waiting until they're 18 to get their license. I think that's actually the case. Nothing I hate more than a millenni- b- millennial, Paul. We're, that's coming from a, a diehard millennial. Are we millennials? Yeah, we are. When is the, when's the gap? What's what's the gap? Like or the? Uh, I have no idea. But I know that the only way to, to be successful in this world, Paul, is to just ha- hate millennials. And that's why I'm rising to the top. I dislike them. I dislike all. I hate of them. I hate
1: you. Early eighties 80s. Early 80s is the non. Thank you, Nick. Uh, early eighties is the non millennial year. Keanu Campbell Caldwell, Milliken quarterback. 15 for 23, two touchdowns. He looks pretty good, John. you got to go watch him play. I told you that before. You never believe me. So uh, get your CIF card and go to the game. Malik Bradford, friend of the program. Well, his brother is a friend of the program. Seven catches, 120 120 yards, two two touchdown catches. Lakewood, Sebastian Kronberger. He's actually pretty good. He's like one of the best running backs in the league. 33 carries, 259 yards. Uh, You're going to hate this, John, but... uh, Another rivalry here in Long Beach Paulie beats Wilson. uh you want to know what the score was? do you want to guess
2: you just you can just tell me
1: fifty six to nothing Games uh, have been usually pretty close between Paulie and, and Wilson well somewhat close in the last couple of years and uh, fifty six to nothing is not very close
2: John well, here's the deal on that game let me just let me just clarify the year on that This is one of those classic situations situations where in football. Oh, let's just make it sound like a huge blowout, 56-0. But every touchdown seven points, Paul. It was technically eight-zero. Yeah, well, yeah. And let me just point out, in football, eight's a one-possession game. That's a touchdown <laughs> and a two-point conversion. So it was did Paulie scrape scrape by Wilson by one possession? Yes, they did. And uh, let's not let's not blow things out of proportion and just get oh five thousand points for every goal, and then all of a sudden it's two thousand. Yeah, let's get let's get over that.
1: I mean, I see where you're coming from. Make sports fun again, dude. One possession game. One possession game. Let's do it. Darius Krager, nine catches, ninety nine yards, two touchdowns for Paulie. K McDonald, tight end going to SC next year. Four for one forty three. Seventy yard touchdown. Ray Graham in a touchdown run. I would say some Wilson names, but none of the kids scored. So uh, you know, you know how that is, John. Sorry about that.
2: We're when you go to Wilson, you're you're just ingrained in team, and we're more of a team. We don't need individual names pronounced anyway. Okay, uh, which is probably why my name was never written in any newspapers or anything. I was a team guy. You're a team guy. Yeah. Uh, your
1: favorite team in the More League, Compton. Yep. Thirty four nothing over Jordan. Who's your favorite player in the More League?
2: Christian Swint, baby. Yeah. Squint to see him. You got to squint to see him because he's fast.
1: He's fast. He's fast AF, dude. Uh, him and Terrence Pratt combined for 180 yards, three touchdowns on the ground. Swint had two picks on defense. Also had a uh, touchdown catch, John. Which is, it doesn't happen too often in the Compton offense because they never throw the football. They do the what's called the wing T. You know what the wing T is? I know you like wings, but do you know what a wing T is?
2: I have no idea, Paul. Go ahead and tell me.
1: Well, they basically run the football every single time. So if you have a touchdown catch, that means they threw it once, which is pretty surprising.
2: Well, they they probably tricked the defense. Like the defense is probably stupid, like you, and just think you know th- sees them as a one maneuver team and then they just went play action toss it over the top you know good call play action pass i'm like i'm like the bear Bryant of of alabama of this
1: podcast, <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> they play millican at home on next week it's a bi- actually a big game the team that wins that is going to be like chilling in second place in the league which is a big deal uh valley christian beat saint anthony which look i'm a long beach guy through and through but my head football coach back in high school at millican kirk diego is the defensive coordinator of Valley Christian. So am I surprised they beat St. Anthony?
2: No. My head football coach, when I was back at Wilson, not that I played football or even knew him, but Morales, he's over at St. Anthony. That's true. So a real battle of the old football coaches at two great Long Beach schools, Milliken and Wilson.
1: They both won CIF championships last year. Spin
2: zone. Keep spinning. Do we, we, have, we have anything else that's more like interesting than high school football? Yes, we do. I had to save it for a little bit later. Long Beach State, women's okay, soccer. I like I like Long Beach State a lot better than I like high school
0: football.
1: Okay, I'm not gonna be biased at all. Like I like them both. That's fine. It's like a it's like a a father that doesn't have a maybe they do have a favorite child, but they're not gonna say it. Oh, so you do like one of them better, you well, dirty dog. They did George Allen Field last week, John. Conference opener. Beat Hawaii two nothing. Like we said, did we not say that they're going to beat Hawaii in the conference opener? I'm not going to say that we are the smartest dudes of all time,
2: but damn, we're close. And, and we we talk a lot of crap on Cal State Fullerton, rightfully so. Yeah, I hate Hawaii too, man. I they're they're a real team that I think gets too much credit around here. I agree. Like people are like, oh, that's okay, Hawaii. I hate them coming over here across the pond and and. <laughs> <laughs> and just go back to your island. To be honest, that's how I feel about it. And it was like, oh, they're so chill, they're so nice. Uh, Hawaii, Hawaii. I'm nice Get out of here. Too. Yeah, we're nice. We're side. nice in Long Beach. I don't. I don't like them. I hate anytime they beat us in men's basketball. I hate the fact that this wasn't a blowout.
1: I agree. Well, two so nothing. That's, that's my thoughts good. in
2: Hawaii. I really hate it. Well,
1: when you think about it, there's not a lot of goals scored in soccer. So two nothing. It's kind of like, like, you're, like 14-0. It's a fourteen <laughs> zero. It's a fourteen zero. It's a fourteen possession game, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah you're right. Crazy. Wow, Tori Bolden. Uh, she scored two goals. Remember, uh, she was the one that came in for our girl Agon when she got hurt.
2: Tori Bolden, yeah. So we've we've been to George on Field. This young girl is just absolutely tearing it up. And two goals. she was supposed to be a reserve, and. I don't like to get too much into this, but it is our job as sports uh, comment- <laughs> commentators to really point stuff out. And she, she really the the comparisons to Jeremy Lin are there. I think when a a backup, <laughs> what? Well, we all remember Lin San- sanity, the backup point guard coming in and just absolutely tearing up the league. Uh, I think I think bold insanity is has begun, Paul. Bold That's, insanity. You heard it here first. Tell all your friends to subscribe to this podcast so we can get more listeners, and then we will uh, start printing T-shirts that say Bold Insanity. I'm in. Simple as
1: that. Long Beach State Women's Volleyball. They swept Santa Barbara. I hate Santa Barbara. Uh, they're probably probably—they're uh, probably my least. No, Fullerton is.
2: Fullerton is. You know, they come down here across the grapevine, <laughs> and it's just like, go back. Uh, That's how I feel about them. They swept Santa Barbara
1: 23-21-19. Uh, Jim Valero was on the call, actually. Remember what he was telling us about that? He did tell us that. He was on the call. Oh, yeah. He liked it a lot. I can't wait to – I didn't listen to him, but I'm going to listen to him now next time he's on, on, on a call. Haley Harward of Long Beach State, Big West Depens- Defensive Player of the Week. Brooke Erkman, Big West Freshman of the Week. A couple of couple awards. Well,
2: they, ca- they call Haley Harward the Harward of the West. Yeah, the Harward She's of the over West. here at, at Long Beach State. Yeah. We're, the
1: Harward, we're the Harward of podcasts. A couple of bright dudes here. With the big time futures. We're, we're the we're the Haley
2: of podcasts. The Haley Hartwood of podcasts. The
1: Haley's comet because we only come
2: around once in a while.
1: Refocus, that. refocus, refocus. Refocus, you're right. That's uh, that'll come up a lot in the interview with with BG later on here. His refocus sayings and all that good stuff. Uh, they're back even in conference play, two and two. Let's uh let's toss it to that interview with with BG, with the legend. Brian Jimalero. Brian Jim at EJ's uh, we wanted to do it at EJ's because EJs is a big supporter of Long Beach State Athletics. yep. and I mean, what better than to have one of the greatest coaches of all time, especially Long Beach State coach of all time, at a place that supports Long Beach State Athletics so much.
2: Well I, I know for me and you it's it's not like a huge task to to convince us to go to EJ's. We go there all the time true. Um, but it is especially nice to go there before Long Beach State game. Yes, you remember that basketball game that that late basketball game they played last year, two years ago, and that place was packed with black and gold in EJ's before everyone's, you know, having a few beers, talking about the game first. That's what we need in Long Beach, a little sports town. And we won that game. We did win we that game. played BYU, I
1: think. I sure. Let's t- let's toss it over to BG. This episode of Shoot Your Shot is brought to you by Long Beach 908 Magazine's back page sponsor, the best in the real estate biz, Michelle K and her home selling team. Why go with Michelle K? Because no one cares more about her clients. She specializes in being over the top, off the charts, and helpful to clients. The bottom line is she doesn't know how to approach clients and their problems in any other way. And oh, by the way, she donates a portion of all of her sales to the number one fundraiser and supporter of local sports in our city, the Long Beach Century Club. Find Michelle K at betterlivinginlongbeach.com.
0: Wow, I swear I got screwed on the old bedroom selection. Every room's like four times as big as mine.
1: We are here at E.J. Malloy's Neighborhood Pub and Grill, five five zero six Britain nine zero eight one five, the Los Altos uh, spot. Three different locations, also Bixby knowles and Belmont Heights. Open hours Monday through Friday, eleven thirty to midnight. Saturday to Sunday, nine thirty to midnight. College and NFL games are huge here. It's uh, it's epic. I hear it's epic. I don't get to come here on Sundays for NFL football, but i heard it's wild so check it out also huge big long beach state supporters so obviously joining us today we got the legend the former long beach state women's volleyball coach 32 years recently recently retired the legendary coach brian jimilaro how's it going coach it's good great, to see you
0: thanks i didn't know now i got a place to eat late at night i had no idea they were open till midnight this so, is great
1: we're, we spent a lot of hours here at uh ej Malloy's. we spent a lot of uh Time drinking a lot of pitchers here at each. Oh yeah! List.
0: If you're a late night prowler, you
2: can come drink with us anytime. <laughs> this is this is right where we're at. Usually right in this front room here. Let's uh,
1: let's start with this, Coach. Let's let's break
2: some news. What was the real
1: reason for the retirement?
0: <laughs> wow, that's a that's an opener. Um, you know, I've never been more excited about a team. Uh, this is kind of personal, but I'll really let you know. I've never been more excited about the team. My assistant coach and myself. Planned all double-day preseason. And also, I thought it would be the best team we've had in about 15 years. And we had a lot of money put away for our extra things. Uh, and then I started to think, you know, uh, I always felt when you're, you, you do something, you always figure out what are you going to do when you grow up, you know? And after 41 years of coaching, I started to think maybe this was it. <laughs> and I thought maybe uh, I want to see what else. And I did, decided on, on a weekend. Uh, I was at a wedding uh, at one of my ex-players she said nice things, her parents said nice things and I started to think about myself and taking an adventure and finding out what else I could do out there. So I decided uh, Sunday and Monday retired because if I knew I didn't do it I wasn't going to do it, and only having one senior on the team, if I coached this year, I knew I'd coach next year. Right, right.
2: Wow, that must have been an uh, open bar at that wedding. If you're <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what it sounds like. That's, well,
0: maybe that had a little to do okay. with it, yeah. Uh,
1: what was the first thing that you did in the, in the retirement stage?
0: Well, actually, I went on a, a European trip, but I was going to go anyway to see a player uh, that was coming in this fall. Uh, the only difference is now I had to pay for it myself, but it was a nice trip. Uh, <laughs> Didn't spend a lot of time planning of what I was going to do, but now I'm incredibly busy. I've done a, you know, a few TV games. I did Saturday night's game for ESPN uh, against Long Beach versus Santa Barbara, which was kind of weird, but a, a lot of fun. I'm going online. Uh, I'm trying to put all that I've done in volleyball online, which is out of my area. I'm great at filming. I'm great at content. Terrible at setting up uh, how this is going to work. Uh, I'm doing personal appearances, and I'm going to stay in volleyball for a while. So you're
1: 11th on the all-time wins list in the NCAA. Yes. And you just decided to shut it down. Why didn't you want to go get number one?
0: Well, uh, you, you know, if you, I did also nine years in high school. I'm very proud of the fact that we, were the, we took a team. My buddy and myself, we were, were beach partners, uh, took a team and started a program and became number one in the nation. And uh, won several high school championships. And, and so that was nine years there, too. You, so if you, you coached
2: a, at my least favorite high school, a, by the he's way. Got,
0: he's got a bone to pick for yeah, you. Yeah. Where were you? Where, where were well, you? I went to Wilson. I went to, oh, I'm, oh. I'm a Long Beach
2: guy. Okay. And, uh, but you coached at Gar? Yes. Eh. Yeah. Why? That's his well, least we favorite t- high school wh- in the area. Why is it your least favorite? Uh, I, just, I just don't like going to that gym.
0: <laughs> 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 I like that. Good. That's a good thing. Maybe we had something to do with that. The, the uh, You know, we, we did it, and it's a sense of real pride for us because we started the program. It was, it was the only inland school, and nobody thought we could win, and we became the best in the country. I mean, that, that's really something. But if you add those wins on to the 32, if you take 41 years of wins, I'm in the top three. Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay. So he's been doing some math since yeah. his retirement. Well, okay. I actually, yeah. I, had to, I, lo- I, I didn't know. And I added it up for my retirement dinner. And I said, wow, where does this put, where does this put me?
1: Well, <laughs> let's, let's break down some numbers. We know some people, and you know some people. Let's go get your name
0: in yep. the top three of that list. Yeah, well, let's go. Let's <laughs> put it on there. You know?
2: Plus, uh, 11th all-time, let's just remind people, that's two number ones. Yeah. You always have that to, you know.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but we did, I think it was, almost, it was uh, put them together, it was, uh, it was uh, pretty close to 1,000. But what? what people don't realize is you coach off-season. I own a volleyball club and coached probably 500 matches there. You coach uh, international tournaments. You coach uh, preseason games, summer league games. You pro- so I've really coached a couple thousand games in my life. So maybe it's time to do so something you, else. So you're damn
1: near to a 2,000-game winner. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you're basically the greatest coach of all time.
0: Well, you know, only in your own brain are you the greatest <laughs> coach of all time. Hey, that's what goes on in my brain. I'm
1: the best podcaster of all time.
0: Now let's talk about the team now.
1: Is the team in good hands right now?
0: Oh, yeah. Joy played for me, and I, and I really like her, and she's experienced, and, and she's good. It, the problem they've had is they have uh, 12 scholarship athletes, and five of them are out. So when you have five scholarship athletes injured, you're, you're going to have to find ways to win, and she's starting to figure that out. But, boy, that is a difficult thing when you walk in, and your best uh, maybe the best athlete in the conference is out, um, the best all-around all, the way, all around player in the team is out, other outside hitters out, your, your first and third middles are out, and then a backup right-side player who would be playing is out. So when you have five scholarship athletes out, you're going you're gonna to have to be magical, and, uh, and she's going to do that. She's going to become magical in the second half of the, se- the season. And, by the way, if they get healthy for the beach season – um, they could win the national championship on the beach. Ooh. They're intermingled, and they're actually that talented. I love that. Mm. This
1: well, this podcast is called "Shoot Your Shot," and we like to shoot our shot on this yeah, podcast. So yeah,
0: no, I, if you're predicting a national championship, well, that's what I'm predicting all about. they. If they're healthy, they're there with anybody.
2: <clears throat> from from a guy who knows a lot about image, smart move getting out before all the injuries. I, that's <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, that's, I, you know, that's right up my I, alley. I, I would, yeah, if I had known, I
0: would have retired uh, yeah. a month earlier. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, so what I want to get into you all all these years, you've been in the pyramid. Yeah. Fantastic facility coaching there. One of the winningest coaches of all time, but what's it like? Those are beautiful offices there in the pyramid. What's it like when you're walking around with, with, with all the other coaches there, you know, you got the basketball coaches and the men's volleyball
0: coach. Who's the top dog around there? Was it you all the time? Are you the alpha? Oh, no, no, no. I think I've been really lucky, uh, to work with everybody, you know, it's, it's not just the coaches you work with, the coaches you compete against, you have the ultimate respect for. Only coaches know what they go through. You, you, no one else knows what it's like to sit in that chair. No one is, knows what it's like to get on the road and recruit. No one knows what it's like to deal with all the issues you have to on a daily basis. Only coaches, and I have the ultimate respect for every coach I ever coached against and every coach I've ever worked with.
2: Who's your favorite uh, Long Beach State coach besides yourself?
0: Oh no, that's their, every coach, everybody. <laughs> Man, every, you're too my humble. favorite coach of all time. He's not humble. You just said he was the greatest of all time. He's not uh, humble. Well, the uh, no, no, you said that. <laughs> Uh, the greatest coach I've ever, I've admired forever was uh, the old football coach Bud Wilkinson of uh, uh, Oklahoma. Got to read his stuff and listen to him and watch his teams. And he was an amazing football coach, but amazing coach.
1: Well, I'm the alpha on this podcast. I'm never afraid to say it. Oh, good.
0: Well, (laughs) at least you know your role. Uh,
1: When you're in a huddle with your players, how does it feel looking up at them?
0: Yeah, well, the only problem I have with that is I, never, I started to think they weren't tall until, until I saw pictures of, uh, of me with that. You know, it's kind of it gets really strange because you don't think they're tall until you're out in public and other people start turning around and looking at them. The only negative I have is when some, one of the players walks up to me and puts her arm... Uh, her elbow on my shoulder, and oh, I say, don't do that. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't do that.
2: Well, I, we don't see height on this podcast. No, don't, <laughs> we don't we, see height. We're, we're uh,
0: you know, any height, come one, come all.
2: Um, so you're, 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 a, you're a fiery coach. I know that. Yes. Have you ever made a player cry?
0: I, I've seen players. I tell – one of the most famous players I've ever had and one of the most famous players uh, in the history of volleyball in this country, a four-time Olympian, used to cry – every day at practice. And that that? was her way of, we'll leave the name out, but she cried every day at practice. That was her way of releasing tension. And uh, so as a guy, you can't, that's not a judgment. It wasn't until her sophomore year in high school (laughs) and one day I looked at her and said, you know, that's enough. And then she Mm -hmm. never cried again. And, you know, that that might be enough. And she didn't have to have that avenue anymore. But uh, for for men's coaches working with women the responses are not as tragic as you might think if someone starts crying it might just be a way for them to release tension or to deal with frustration and and you have to know your players and realize what's happening there uh, and sometimes you know i mean you can say the most supportive you know, not nicest thing in the world, and it, and it doesn't really matter, it's, it's, so you have to know your players, and know what's happening, and know what they are, and realize that women are different than men, and I have always been a male, <laughs> and I know, it, and the only difference to me is I've become an older male, and I'm dealing with women, so I have no idea how they feel, now I have experience, and women tell me what they when they experience how they feel. But that's the only thing I can draw on. So I rely on their their emotion.
2: Well you're talking about two couple guys that have no idea what women are feeling. <laughs> and we've always been uh, males too. Well, so that's uh, well, <laughs> we're, all out, we're all out here trying, yeah. but you know You
0: know it's uh, it's it's good that you actually what you just said is very important, knowing you don't know, you <laughs> know John and I have, like to have a good
1: cry before every podcast.
0: We actually did it just yeah. before this.
1: I hope it helps <laughs> <laughs> It's it's our way of releasing. It's our our way of releasing. <laughs> Let's stir let's, uh, let's up some controversy here. Yeah. Who is the greatest player you ever coached? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down some numbers real quick. Yeah. So Misty May, who everybody knows who Misty May is. Yeah. She was only second in assists of all time, uh, yeah. all time at Long Beach State. Yeah. Danielle Scott had the
0: best hitting percentage of all time at Long in Beach State. In the country, not just at Long Beach State. Yeah. In the, in, Ex- in, in the United States. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: So which one was better?
0: Well, you're leaving out Tara Cross. Tara Cross was the first... Four-time All-American and still holds the record book okay. in some areas. Spin and, Zone Tara Cross Tara is the was best. was the first four-time All-American. I mean, first all-time All-American. First two-time Player of the Year. Danielle Scott was the first of, uh, was a National Player of the Year and holds the records for uh, highest hitting percentage ever, like highest batting average. And then uh, Misty May was a f- uh, first. She was a two-time Player of the Year. For a, uh, all three of them, won a national championship. Uh, Misty's was the uh, first undefeated team, uh, and she went on to win three gold medals and, and was in four Olympics. So you tell me who was the best. Oh,
1: he's deflecting <laughs> here. Look at that. Oh, jeez.
2: Well, <laughs> go, I'll tell you who I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Misty May because she's the only one I know, and I like her. <laughs> and also, I don't want her to, to start crying. <laughs> and so um, old old Misty I May. We, well, we know I, how that goes. So. The, good news, the
0: good news for me is that all of them were incredibly generous to me. As people, I've known them and, uh, very intimately and in personal parts of their life. And, uh, and they all spoke at my retirement dinner and said just beautiful things.
2: Is there something when you've been coaching, is there a line that you, that you repeated over and over? Like what's the line you've said the most to, to players throughout your tenure as a coach?
0: Uh, I think there's several lines, and it's all about refocusing. Volleyball is a very misunderstood game. You know, it's, it's the next play. You know, I mean, you, it, and it's really, really fast. It's, very, it's a unique game. What game do you know that you can't stop the ball? You know, it'd be nice if you could stop it and yeah. dribble it a few times, yeah, right? Yeah. You can't do that. Uh, you can't, and, and, and then when the ball comes to you, you don't have a bat or a racket or something to hit it with. I think they should give us one, right? <laughs> and, and, and you can't, you know, rebound it, dribble it, and shoot it yourself. You know, you have to give it to somebody else to give it to somebody else. The ball, and those are very unique things. And you're the other part about the game that's unusual the people per square meter is more people per square meter than in any other sport. So, but the play is fast and then it starts again. And to be able to not be bothered into, because you sometimes, like in, in football, the quarterback's always going to get it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and in and, and basketball, you know, the shooter's going to get it prime times. So you set plays for them. But in volleyball, sometimes you can't get the ball to who you want. Right. And so it becomes very, very difficult. So to not lose focus and to regain focus. So I think the thing that I did was each player had the separate form, separate words to communicate to. But it was all about refocusing. And you coaches have to stay focused throughout the game. They have to play every play. They have to stay focused. They have to stay a few plays ahead. But you have to refocus players all the time.
1: What's the worst thing you said to a ref?
0: Worst thing? No, I say, all, I, I got a lot of yellow cards. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. I, I probably now we're talking. Had, now we're talking. Uh, now, I probably had more yellow cards than anybody else. But I actually think a yellow card in, in volleyball is a great thing. I think they should have in all sports. The coach gives their opinion, the referee, it's a warning. The referee gives them the warning and you scurry back to your bench. But it allows you to give your opinion without overstepping bounds. And so you learn how to give your opinion You push it as far as you can so that the next play is maybe, in your mind, more fair, Mm -hmm. or they see your opinion. And then as soon as they start reaching for their pocket for the yellow card, you know who's in charge, and you run back to the bench. But i probably got more yellow cards than anybody in the country.
1: Life's been giving me a lot of yellow cards lately, too. So. Yeah,
0: isn't that? Wouldn't that be good in basketball? Coach yeah. says something, they start oh, to pull warning. out the yellow card, and the coach runs back to the bench. Or a player starts to, football, here it's coming, go, knock it off, yeah. you know, and start pushing, because then it goes from yellow to red, and if you get a red card, it's point. And I, agree. I don't get those. What
1: was Drake like?
0: A, a, a sports fanatic. Really? Yeah, he spent an hour in the locker room, and then we spent. we went up to my office and spent right outside my office we spent a lot of time and he was really fascinated by sports he you what, know what's the background of this what, what when did you meet drake he's the um godfather of one of our players so he showed up in a match i knew he was showing up but we didn't say anything because we didn't want to a problem and avoided it and it was amazing once that social media 15 minutes after he walked in the stands were full and um and so but he stayed and uh Talked and he, became a real, he really wanted to know about volleyball. And really, you know, if he wasn't so busy, he, that's him calling now. <laughs> if, um, I really mean it. I, don't think, I think if he wasn't so busy, he, would, he wanted to come to practices. He was fascinated by the game. He's a big, big basketball fan, and he was really fascinated by some of the stuff that I'm talking to you about. Volleyball is really a fascinating game, especially at the women's level where the power isn't as much. And so there, it's it, it is a coach's dream, very intricate. So he's sitting there listening and watching, and wanted to know more and more. I was really taken by him. Can can we expect
2: to hear your name in a Drake song? No, I'm thinking I don't Jim think Alario, so. Chevy Camaro, right off the bat. One we
0: did though is we sent him a a, a, a beach uh, shirt. We had a friend of mine. Uh, made one up because it didn't want to look like a volleyball shirt so he made him the coolest shirt and uh he wore it somewhere i don't know so we don't have any pictures but i never got a free shirt from you well you uh, i'll bring you all you want Uh, (laughs) we're sitting here talking sports with you yeah Yeah. also drake i I would if i had known but we had one specially made and friend of mine and it it came out it was a perfect shirt
1: so on this podcast coach we we're fun guys we like to make sports fun yes Um, can you tell can you tell? Yeah, seriously. Uh, he almost threw up his water right there. <laughs> so we do a segment every single uh, show called Make Sports Fun Again. In this case, we're going to do Make Volleyball Fun Again. We just want to make it a little bit better. We probably have a couple ideas to make it even more interesting, right? I mean, that's just what we like to do. I'm going to give a quick rule to make it a, the sport a little bit better, get people a little bit more interested. Uh, John will give one, and then if you want to think of one, go ahead and roll with it. Okay. All right? So this is what I'm thinking. Each match, the the head coach has to spend go one time around the rotation. What do you think?
0: Stay in the game. Yes. Yeah, I could direct out there. <laughs> you think so? As long so? as the ball didn't come to me, we, we'd be good. <laughs> well, okay. You can't control who the ball comes to in <laughs> no. volleyball. Let me let me remind you yeah, that. Well, they can cover for me. You can't can make my your best area player. really small. Would, that is, would and that I can stress tr- you out. I actually, sometimes I think that if you, there's really a good director out there, you could be better. So I could do that. You could be that guy. Yeah, okay. I could be that guy.
2: Okay. Wow. So he's fully in. Oh, you're yep, I'm in.
0: Here's mine. So so a little I background. Know you have
1: pool, so you can go ahead and throw those rules out to some people if you want. Okay? Yeah.
0: You know at The game the other day. I've got one. Can I give you one? Yeah. Okay. I, now they have a replay in 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 volleyball. Okay. And they give this green card, and you hold up this green card, and the ref comes and takes your green card, and they look at it. Like I don't. I parts. think we should have the red throw that flag out there. You know. All right. Wouldn't it be better? Would yeah. it be more <laughs> a little more dramatic with a protest instead of walking yeah. over to the umpire? You know, with a, with a green card? No, throw something out there. Throw like, it at the ref. Throw really it at the ref. Point. Throw it out on the court. Throw like it with that. some <laughs> conviction. I think that would be. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Throw a 90-mile-an-hour fastball right yeah, at the ref's head. Yeah, just throw something.
2: Uh, <laughs> all right, here's mine. So, so background, I, I like to, to do things to make it where I can uh, play with more athletic people. That's always my thing because, you know, I'm the smarts guy. You know, yeah. Paul. Paul's the 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 brawn and the. That's obvious between the two of you. Yeah, I'm the I'm the smartest guy. <laughs> hey, so, I didn't say it this time. So here here's the uh, here's the idea: is that every time a player hits a ball, they have to say a word, and you have to complete a sentence. Uh-huh. And so if you mess up the sentence, you lose the point. Also, mm-hmm. you cannot spike for the kill. <laughs> what? You cannot spike for the kill on a preposition because you can't end a sentence with a preposition, as whoa, whoa, as we whoa. all know. So so I'm hitting the, so I serve and I'm saying, Brian. And then, you know, you you get you're the next player and you bump it and what do you say? Oh, I think
0: you know, I'm having it's like real, telephone? I'm having real yeah, it's trouble like telephone even following what you're doing. <laughs> see, the there play you go. would be over before the sentence came out. So it's like Well Brian. Are these are these
2: scholar athletes or no? That's what that's we're right. I'm, I, well, let's I put the scholar back in scholar athlete. I think
0: your idea is uh, is wonderful. It's got some limitations. <laughs> All right. Well we'll see. We're at EJ's on
1: Britain, crushing it. I have a beer in front of me. I was pumped because Coach didn't like give me a, a dirty look when I was the only person that ordered a beer here. Uh, it's three three o'clock in the afternoon. John says he's got to work after this.
2: I'm not just saying it, Paul. I'm actually going to do it. <laughs> uh, about to crush some wings, nachos, all that good stuff. I got be- some sliders coming. To- it's it's uh, Tuesday, so we got the uh, sliders deal coming as well. Oh, love that! Love that surprise.
0: You know they've always been involved with Long beach state athletics and i and i I've come here myself and I'm, I'm really glad that they still are and it's in a unique restaurant uh, near the university and i and I highly recommend that everybody stop by food is good people are friendly and they're supporter of our our university in our athletic program. So, hope people take advantage of it.
1: We pre- pre-game here all the time
2: and post-game here. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> you can bet we've got we've gone EJ's to, to pyramid back to EJ's in in our
2: day. Well, that's you that's never sure. invited me. I, I Well, cuz you, know, you were hurt. you were working you no, work huh, you're you're retired. Retired.
0: the game no. you <laughs> now. well, yeah, you're right. You're right. We, we should up.
1: hit you up. That's our bad. That's yeah. our bad.
2: We're uh we're going to get you out here late night now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cuz you know, I know that's your thing. We'll see. I heard that that wedding you're at. I mean, I heard what you do with the the old twist and shout.
0: Well, yeah. So we did get you, you dancing Did you have pictures? Did you see the I musician? saw Yeah. Yeah Okay A couple of your former uh, players Sent yeah, me some pictures Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it, You know I wasn't the most notable At the <laughs> <laughs> At the wedding We like to finish Every interview With uh, a set of Rapid fire questions
1: Okay Oh You got to make sure You're thinking on your feet <laughs> All right. so, well, we'll see how limited that is. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: you,
1: hey, you don't have to worry about anything because you're retired. So you could be that's hitting right now. No worries. Right. Uh, we like to call them hitting lines. Oh. Hitting lines. We're, see, we're really sharp volleyball guys. We got great volleyball that's knowledge. A, that's a term. You Good. do <laughs> that, hitting. That
2: lines. is yeah. a term, Paul. Good for you, Paul. I'm on
1: fire. Uh, okay, so I'm going to start with this. What is your least favorite college
0: volleyball team? Stanford. Oh, we hate those guys. Four times they beat us at the Final Four. At the Final Four. We never liked them. And my daughter got, went there and got her master's there. But oh, we still geez. don't. I, she doesn't give me a shirt. Okay? <laughs> I, I wouldn't <laughs> wear it. All right. What's your favorite street in Long Beach? Uh, Second Street. Ooh, nice. Good call. Yeah. What is your uh, favorite sports movie? Well, that's a tough one. There's so many good ones. Um, probably, even though it's outdated now, Probably Rocky because Mm -hmm. it was the first that uh, broke grounds and it was, and it's the same story, you know, guy shouldn't do it and does it. And I think we all love that. You know, what's the best Rocky movie? (laughs) There was only one, (laughs) the rest, the rest you have to throw away. Oh, Rocky four was great. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I got to meet him a few times. Wow. Nice guy. I like him because he's about my height, which (laughs) makes, makes me feel a lot better. There's hope. Who would win in a fight? Uh, against me yeah no 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 you have to uh hit him on the side of the head if you're gonna beat (laughs) him you you talk your way out of that one what do you watch on tv what's your Uh, favorite show oh i'm i'm a sports person i i i i watch most all sports and then i watch news and movies i'm not too much into uh regular television but you know i can do game of thrones i'm pretty good all right i'm pretty good I, i have two uh, Kids and I got to keep up. And very top I know. We'll have you I over. even know who's going to survive the whole thing. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't tell okay, me. Okay, all right, never mind. We'll uh, have you over. He it's wants, he wants to shoot it. He wants to shoot his shot, Paul. Uh, no, 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 Okay, no, okay. I'm no. I'm going to no. close my yeah. eyes for this. It's, there he is again. <laughs> <Drake's> is, that, <laughs> is that Trump calling this time? Who's calling <laughs> yeah. this time? Yeah. I'm a very
2: important guy. My <laughs> cell phone keeps ringing.
0: All right, player messes up. Coach, yeah
2: what's what's your favorite technique? You go with the angry yell or the disappointed lecture?
0: Well, neither one. You you when a player messes up, it's it's not the time. Correction comes from refocusing. I mean, correction comes from lack of responsibility, not of physical error. Well, who's your uh, what is your favorite uh, pro sports team? Any sport? For my whole life it's probably been the Green Bay Packers. You know, I like uh, I I change because I certainly like the local teams, but I think it changes when I see great uh, greatness. When I see somebody, like I'm going in two weeks uh, to see Tom Brady over. i got got Sunday Night Football in New England Ooh. now that I can go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just want to watch him. I've watched him practice, and I want to watch him uh, perform because, before I, I miss out on that. Because So I like different teams that show excellence over long periods of times. But over the long haul is probably the Green Bay Packers. So you're a bandwagoner. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. course. Everyone is, but it's about quality and it's about if I seek some quality of something I like, you know, certainly Belichick and Brady have got something going that's remarkable. I appreciate I I can appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Are you a uh, nachos or wings guy? Uh, neither one. Healthy food only for me. Really? I'm beyond
2: that point. Well, good thing we got like, the vegetable plate on happy hour here. <laughs> in we got the vegetable plate.
1: No, the vegetable plate I'm on trying to hour. live longer. You know? which, uh, which, what's your favorite off-season activity?
0: Off-season activity? I exercise a lot uh, for myself, for my health, and for my, uh, you know, for stress. You look buff. Well, that, well thank you. <laughs> Tell me again. For an old guy, I tried to do okay.
2: <laughs> what's your uh, go-to karaoke song?
0: Uh, I think like everyone else, what's the song from the, uh, that's on all the radio now from the Boston Red Sox, uh, sweet Caroline, sweet Caroline, all you right. got to go to it, right?
2: You, you want to give us a little bit,
0: uh, n- not, not, without the music or you guys jumping in, I'm more <laughs> of a follower. <laughs> <I> feel that. I <laughs> okay.
1: All right, coach. Hey, thanks for joining the show. Uh, it's th- fun. Th- thanks for shooting your shot with us. We really appreciate it. I know that we're probably your favorite podcast now, so, uh, we got to have you back. You on. You
0: are, you, you guys, you guys actually, this is a. Very valuable, fun thing, and I think it gives a different look than the, than the methodical uh, interviews that kind of... Really, don't really say anything. Yeah. So, I take my hat off to your ability.
2: You could
1: talk nicely about us all the time if you want. <laughs> I don't know. Really yeah, well, the, the, the podca- it's only
2: today. Podcasts never listening. have to end. You can just <laughs> keep talking about us. We'll just uh, we'll keep going about that. But it was really a pleasure. Uh, true legend. True legend. It really cements our legacy as, a, as yeah. a podcast, having a guy like this on one of the most winning coaches of all time. We only
1: bring on verified winners. So,
2: you know cool. we had to get you on. Well, coach. then I'm honored.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're going to check out our video with Coach. He's uh, going to probably say a little bit of nice things about us, I'm, I'm hoping. On camera And he's been on camera A lot lately So I'm sure you're gonna Pull that off pretty well Coach thanks a lot I appreciate it Thanks coach Thank you
0: Flippers and all Wow
2: John what's your favorite Drake song Do you even know Who Drake is I know Drake is like A a singer A hip hop rapper Yeah he's a rapper Okay You I think I would know A Drake song I can't name one for you
1: I think coach Drake's
2: got a new face No (laughs) No It's
1: Vampire Weekend that is not it. Drake went to the pyramid. When Coach was talking about how it blew up on social media, it really did because all of a sudden, like they they showed the attendance of the game they're playing LMU, I think, and they're showing the attendance of the game uh, on in, on Instagram or Twitter or whatever it was. And then once everybody knew Drake was there, it was packed, and they all sat on the side where Drake
2: was just to get a better look at him. That's crazy. I never want to like be that insane about any, about anything. <laughs> What a what a mess up world! That was a great interview. He like we really got to know him. He really let loose. Uh, I think what what stood out to me the most, Paul, was it was kind of just no one. I don't think really had the full story on why he retired. And I don't know if we I don't know if we got the full story. We just got another piece to it. But how about this whole like on a Sunday after a wedding, just like I want to retire, and then the next day he pulls the trigger.
1: That's a big time move. That's a shoot your shot kind of move. <laughs>
2: I mean, that's just like, can you imagine if you were at that point in your life where basically if you just went really hard at a wedding and and were hungover and then you just wanted, you're like, God, work sounds awful tomorrow. I'm just gonna hang it up.
1: Bro, I woke up this morning and I was like, should I eat breakfast or should I not eat breakfast? Like, that's what I had to worry about. I didn't even think about like retirement.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, that's just, it's just kind of insane. And he and he's like, I had to do it. I'm just, I mean, we're we're just connecting dots over here. But he's like, I had to do it on Monday, otherwise, I wouldn't have done it because, yeah, because you would have just got back in the flow of work like everyone sure. else in, in every week of, of your life. What an insane way to go out! He just pulled trig, And if you can do that, which he can because he's a legend, yeah, been selling uh freaking coaching tapes for years, yeah, he's gonna be running clinics, he's running his website now, he's gonna be kind of similar to like Tony Azevedo, kind of spreading the sport around, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, all the more power to him, man. If 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 I didn't have to come here and sit across from you, Paul. and... Talk to you, I I wouldn't. Let's just make that clear.
1: That's that's uh, the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Uh, <laughs> quick spin zone though. Quick spin zone though. I think the real story, the real story that he retired is that he had a f- vacation planned, like on Monday, and the only way to go on the vacation is if he retired because yep. he didn't have any responsibility now. If he retires, Yep. So it was like a big time vacation. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going with. That's what I'm sticking with. Breaking news. That's the real reason.
2: <laughs> also, uh, spin zone, that might not be the real reason. <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: 908 Athlete of the Week. Listeners out there, tweet at us here for your you know, 90, 908 Athlete of the Week nominees. I mean, I don't want to have to make the decision every single time. This week was kind of an easy decision, I'd say. Uh, John, you might disagree. But, uh,
2: Paul also never asked me my opinion. He just comes up with them.
1: I, well, here's the deal. It's because I come up with them because you don't even know who this kid is that I'm about to talk about.
2: Sounds like a real 908 Athlete of the Week winner <laughs> to me
1: then. Who is it? Who is it? It is the Pauli high school quarterback. Three poly football players in a row actually have won the 908 Athlete of the Week. This year, or this week, it's this year's quarterback, Matt Corral. This guy had seven total touchdowns. Went oh. 25 for 39, 457 yards through the air, five touchdowns through the
2: air, two on the ground. Let me hear what you think about this. All right, sounds like a great game. Let's so so let's let's clarify who this guy is. I think I do know who it is. Okay. So this is this guy that he's not really a Long Beach guy. You and I both know it. He transfers in for his senior year of Poly because he wants to, to be a part of this program, and then he wants to go play college and then pro. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. So this is let's just let's just clarify that, and that's fine. This is a guy we're all going to be claim if he's an NFL star. I mean, I'm gonna be right there on the bandwagon with with the rest of them saying he's a Long Beach guy, but let's also just say we know he didn't go to elementary school here he didn't go to middle school here he is probably if he if he lives here for like a good number of years, I'll go for that, but I'm guessing he's not going. He does he even live here now? Do his parents yes. live here yes Sa- says Paul Mr toe the line says c i f doesn't take away his ring what ring <laughs> Matt corral's ring. Oh, I, I f- ring I feel like you and Matt Corral are, are Corral and something over there. We'll but get
1: we'll get him on the podcast one of these. We'll days. get him
2: on the podcast. I, I'm just saying, let's for our listeners that aren't you know the high school football fanatics that you are. Let's just clarify this. This guy, like, he's never been to Simone's Donuts.
1: Yeah, but a lot of people haven't went to Simone's Simone's Donuts. Ah, uh, it's f- completely
2: false. Well, like, what if you live over there by Polly? It's a t- it's a long drive over here. You think he's ever been to that char broiler over there? You no, know, the <laughs> Ko- Koshinoya. You know the Koshinoya. <laughs> what, yeah yeah, Yoshi no- yeah. Yoshinoya. I've ya. never been to that place. Well, yeah, it's right by Polly. That's true. See? You're just proving my point. So, well, I'm saying, has he been there? Probably. We should ask him. What a sellout. He's just working small business. <laughs> yeah, All right.
1: yeah. He's going to Florida next year.
2: Good. Florida, see. Florida.
1: He might be able to start at Florida right now because Florida sucks. Hey, but here's another thing.
2: Is he the next Yokim Noah? You need <laughs>
1: You need to support this kid. I you do, mean, I like him. Go Matt. You need to support this kid because once he goes pro. If he listens to our podcast, he's gonna be like, "Dude, I'm not gonna go on to this podcast with these, with these, with these guys." You're right.
2: You're right. You're right.
1: Because they're talking smack on me. So hey, hop on the bandwagon. I
2: am. I I am fully on the Matt Caroll bandwagon. I, we just wanted, to, you know, I wanted to give people the facts, but now that we all know the facts, let's all let's all just try to live through this guy's success. Okay. You know, like the normal sports fan would want to do. Go Matt. I'm glad we go, Polly. I'm glad we're on the same Woo! page. I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, no one-on-one this week. Like we
1: said, uh, me and John are lazy. We apologize. Well, it's a deadline week for, for, deadline the, week, for yeah. the print magazine. Good call. A huge, huge week here. Very, very good call. So we're going to do a quick shoot your shot. Uh, just a quick bold prediction on this this upcoming sports week. Uh, you want me to go first? You go. Okay. Do you even know what's going on this sports week? Yeah, I know what's going on this sports week. Okay, cool. My quick bold prediction. Milliken. I'm, this has kind of come to a surprise to many people, but Milliken is going to beat Compton at home, twenty-seven twenty.
2: Paul, how are you going to beat that run of Christian Swint? You're right, it's tough.
1: That's why it's a bold prediction, though.
2: They play each other this, this Friday. This Friday. Oh, uh, we got tubes next next oh, week, yeah, right? We have tubes next week. We're interviewing the uh, the the Milliken High School football coach, former Notre Dame star. Yes, that's well, going to be a great, bit...
1: great knowledge drop.
2: Yeah. Well. I don't know necessarily everything about high school football, but I do know like how this business is running and who our next interview is. And
1: you know about Irish?
2: I know about the Irish. Go Irish! Notre Dame means Our Lady in French.
1: Really? You learn something new every day.
2: So, all right, go ahead. What's your What's your <laughs> prediction? So, my prediction for this sports week is that our nine oh eight athlete of the week on next podcast is going to be Chase Utley of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Whoa! For some sort of walk off hit, you know this. We can talk high school, college, all we want. This is Dodgers week. It's playoff time. Playoff baseball is one of the most magical times of the year. I didn't say the most magical. It ain't March, but amen, brother. It's one of the most magical times of the year. Playoff baseball is in full swing, Paul. That's a good you one. sports right? Yeah.
1: No, it was funny. I just I didn't. laugh. And
2: uh, well, the joke was a home run. Actually, <laughs> there it is. All but. Right. I'm on board. It's it's Dodgers. I'm hoping that I kind of just want us to sweep, go 3 and 0 uh, and sweep the division, divisional playoff. And that's my that's my bold prediction. Chase Utley. And what's great about this is that our Dynasty Athlete Week is like based on anything, so I'm you could you could either make or break this for me, Paul. Yeah. Whether or not you pick Chase Utley.
1: Uh, you know, I might do it. It depends it depends how I feel about you this week. Depends how I feel about you this week. All right, guys, uh, remember to subscribe. To this, to this podcast, Apple Podcasts, just look up Shoot Your Shot Long Beach. We're there. Your boys, your picture, or our picture is just chilling.
2: Hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Also. Hey, we got a good number of followers, though. We're, we're yeah, tracking we're you well. like, like the government right now. We're doing well. And uh, we don't know exactly who you are, but we know you're there, and we appreciate that. And we're going to keep making this show better for you.
1: And we want to hear from you. So hit us up on Twitter. Uh, 908 Athlete of the Week. Hit us up if you have a nice suggestion for us. You know? Sometimes I can't see everything. Look, I'm the chosen one, but I'm not, like, that important.
2: And we may need you to help point out to Paul that just because Chase Utley isn't playing in the game doesn't mean his, his, uh, his veteran presence on the bench isn't earning him that 908 Athlete of the Week for the Dodgers. Hit us
1: up at 908sports.
2: Hit your boy up at numeral 3
1: Instagram, PeaceLater3. Snapchat, PeaceLater3. John hates it when I do that. Hit John up on Facebook. At John Grossi. In the search bar. In the search bar. Life is great in the 908. Shoot or shoot.
2: John? So shoot your shot, Paul.
0: Stop me, your game looks sloppy. You need more practice. Maybe you practice. Like do enjoy the game by midway. I can drive around you, even shoot a trait. A three point threat, no
1: sweat. You can bet. Back it out and fade away on net. Hang time. Oh, oh, what you wanna do? Tell me. Huh. What you gonna do when I come through? Back.